Welcome to another episode of A Talk of Opportunity with me as usual, Andrew. That's me. And today we're talking about the most crucial of what? Who are you? Oh yeah. Oh wait, you already introduced yourself. Uh, No, I did I? (laughs) Well, I'm Jose. I hope I'm Jose. (sighs) Wait, did you introduce yourself? (laughs) Existential crisis. (laughs) Who am I? Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) But give me a moment after the podcast, we're just like kind of staring out like. Like a window, just like, who actually am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we're back. And uh, this is, a, for those of you new to the show, this is a podcast about board games, tabletops, video games, and all things gaming, I guess. Mainly tabletop, really. And by that, I mean RPG. And by RPGs, I mean Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I mean, I, I mean to be fair, there's a lot we want to discuss about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I've been, I've been like, oh, what can we talk about Starfinder? I, there's been like a couple <laughs> board games that we wanted to talk about, but every time it's just like, well, but right now, like D and D, like we have, we can talk about this a lot. We're playing right now. We're playing uh, Pandemic Legacy se- Session Zero or Season Zero. Once we're done with that, I want to talk about it when we. What is what is season zero? Is that something where it's like, oh no, the Black Death of like fourteen, like seventy-two <laughs> no. or something? Oh, 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 it's 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 based in the sixties. It's like espionage and like the Cold War. Oh, and okay, stuff. yeah. Oh. That actually be that actually be really cool to make a board game based on the Black Death. Like, yeah. be, be sure to avoid the miasma. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also like instead of like you know how you put in pandemic, usually you put like three cubes and then it spreads. <laughs> with right. the one with the eighteen eighty-three, <laughs> you put one cube and it spreads. Yeah. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> oh, we lost the one viewer we had. All right. Be, be sure. Be sure to not bathe because the demons that inhabit the the disease do not like the smell of body odor. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> All right. Uh. But yes. Well, well, we lost track real quick. This is not gonna be a short episode. <laughs> yes, it will. It, it's gonna have to be. All right. Well, we, we're <laughs> we're, on, we're on the clock here, people. <laughs> we're talking about uh large scale combat and how to make it accessible and easy to follow or just doable really <laughs> yeah true but with that uh let's 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 play the music and get this party started Yeah, that's Large me. Scale that's combat. me. That's my name. More, more, more than ten players on the board. Is that, okay, is that is so, that what categorizes large scale combat, or, or is that like? Yeah, no, large scale combat is when you have just large enemies. And <laughs> 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 no, we don't mean we don't mean giants. We just mean like you know, fat gnomes and, and yeah, big and, and guys, big, <laughs> bigger boys. <laughs> oh look at that, Chris, Kristen liked the stream. Thank you, Kristen. Oh, what, what, what a supportive girlfriend. It's because we're talking about fat boys. Yeah, all. fat boys. <laughs> all right, so we're just going to address the elephant in the room. We're not drinking this episode because it's, it's like 10, 10 in, the in the morning. morning. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing day drinking. Whatever. Are you drinking anything fun? Or no, you... I'm just having Guatemala blend Javalier coffee. Ooh. Javalier. Well, that sounds, that sounds fancy. It's not. You can get it from anywhere. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just personally think it's better and more affordable than Starbucks coffee. Mm-hmm. So... Do you like Starbucks coffee? It's all right for what it is. I mean, I mean, the only thing that Starbucks really has going for is that you can get it anywhere. But for but if if you're like a dedicated coffee consumer like myself, 
for the amount you're paying, you can get a better bag of coffee, like way mm. better. You just you just have to put in the the legwork to find it. That's the have, problem. Do you have like a, or do you care like a website with like very like niche type of coffee beans? Uh yeah, there is there <clears throat> is a Misto Box. That's one that I I subscribe to, where they will ask you a series of questions like, hey, what do you like in your coffee? Yeah. Do you drink it black? Do you drink it cold? Like, do you like light roast, medium roast, blah blah blah? What kind of notes are you going for? Ooh. And then, and then they will send you a random box uh, or a random bag of coffee, depending on the frequency that you want. I just have it set up to once a month because that's fine by me. Um, but they'll send you a random bag of coffee that's just like, hey, this came from, you know, somewhat like Newark or something like that. And so I've had like probably fifteen different like coffees from that place, and it's all it's all different. And some of them are some of those coffees are so strong you can smell the coffee through the box. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So um, oh. and, and, and and it's all it's always like a bit of an experience with us. Like, ooh, ooh the coffee came in. So like it's so, like I cut the bag and was like and then like Teresa like gets a big coffee <laughs> there, like, ooh. That's um, gonna be a good one. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it's neat because we get to experiment like or I get to experiment like is this good as a cold brew? Is this good as like a drip? Is this good like over like the, oh the little, so the so cone? Each, each different ones you you, you try. It. I mean for each mm-hmm. one you get you try different types of brewing. Yeah, because I have I have four different ways to brew coffee. Yes. I have the cold brew, the French press, the pour over, and then just like a regular drip like Americano coffee. Hmm. And and some are like great as a French press. Some are a little too oily, and some are like just don't use it for cold brew because <laughs> it's just like because there was there was one i had it was a it was a dark roast oh god if i can remember the name of it anyways it was a dark roast and i had it as a cold brew and it gave me straight whiskey face like <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> well and, 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 and let me tell you it takes a lot to give me whiskey face through coffee you know exactly what i'm talking about like that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> dang it must yeah. be a pretty strong co- i'm not i'm not a big coffee guy you know that um, yeah, but I think it's fascinating how many different type of ways you can make coffee. Oh yeah, yeah. So I like I, um, like I like my things simple, like tea. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just I it's it's one of those things where like the the making of coffee gets me as excited as well as drinking it. Where it's like I like I like to have fun. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I I like the process of making the French press like. Grinding the beans, pouring it over there, mixing it up, and then, blah, and then smashing it down with a little plunger. My coffee. Well, today I'm drinking an El Grey Bravo, which is one of my favorite teas. Well, El Grey in general is one of my favorite kinds of tea. But this one is a traditional blend of tangy Ceylon flavor with bergamot or bergamot in, in, in parentheses as citrus fruit. Uh, zesty, citrus sweet, perfect with milk. I'm not drinking it with milk, though. No. Brew right, for the, two to three minutes, uh, two hundred and twelve Fahrenheit. The whole the whole hot tea with milk thing kind of weirds me out. I I, I tried it. It's an I'm English not, thing. I tried it too. Not my thing. Not my cup of tea. With, yeah. <laughs> now, now now cold tea with milk like Thai tea. I'm all over yes. that. Yes. Yes. Thai but tea. Is hot perfect. tea with milk. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think it's mostly one of those things that you grow up with. Fun fact: You said it's a British thing. Did you know that the British are so like integrated with tea that they actually have tea makers in the tanks in their military oh yeah 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 you told me that a long time ago did i okay yeah, <laughs> yeah they're <laughs> in the middle of war yeah <laughs> oh. 
Ding, 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 ding. Oh, 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 oh. It's, four, it's four o'clock, gentlemen. <laughs> the tank is like rattling left and right, and they're pouring their tea inside of it. The Russians but, are just like, why did they stop shooting? But but the tea kettle has perfect rotoscope, so it never spills. <laughs> <laughs> the crew is just being banged left and right. Yeah, or sorry, gy- gyroscope. Gyroscope, not, not yeah, rotoscope. I know what you meant. Yeah. It has perfect gyroscope. Like, all the budget went into keeping the tea. <laughs> and it's at a perfect temperature every time. It's 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 stainless steel sheet metal otherwise. <laughs> but everything else is like, we got to preserve the tea. A, bu- a, a bullet goes through the armor of the of the tank and it bounces off the kettle. It bounces off the kettle. There's, there's some madman out there dressed in kettles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever get me, Captain. <laughs> Kettle on his head and just like one eye hole. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's that, that, you that sounds crazy, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, here we go, Andrew. I mean, we're not talking mean, about he, our, our beverages. He's technically a hero, but he's also a heretic. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do we do with him? <laughs> he saved a lot. He saved, he saved a lot of us, Captain. <laughs> Like the British, like worship tea over there. <laughs> How dare you define the sanctity of the kettle? Oh, <laughs> uh, wow, we lost all of our viewers because of that. <laughs> oh, these these anglophobes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Andrew. Don't Lord. we have viewers in England for some reason? Yes, we do. In Germany. Oh too. no. Cancel subscription. Cancel. <laughs> I'm gonna write a test letter. I am. <laughs> we receive it in the three to four weeks. He's like, why did? How do they know where we live? <laughs> it's, like, it's like rolled up parchment with a wax seal. Yeah. <laughs> the. <laughs> oh, Heather. I hope this is a uh, a change of pace. We didn't talk about beer for 30 minutes we talked about tea oh we coffee. just talked about tea for 30 minutes <laughs> all right andrew talk to me. either way she's still like <laughs> yeah. scrubbing through the audio just all right all right all right well, <laughs> 15 seconds 15 seconds 15, okay nope 15 seconds it's still talking about it what the hell all right yeah, andrew's talking about they'll just talk about anything there's a bunch of morons <laughs> why are my friends with <laughs> this is like the seinfeld of podcasts yeah it's really it's... about nothing <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of sad, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Andrew. I'm going to ask sad a question again. That's a good song. Anyways. <laughs> I'm going to ask the question again. <laughs> Large-scale combat. Okay. Large-scale combat. So when I say large-scale combat, what do you think about? Mm. And don't say that, like, the, the party of adventurers, like, interrupt like a, a giant orgy or something like that <laughs> no 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 i mean large scale combat for me is you have a lot of the same enemies and like sometimes in the books they have names so the token has names but sometimes they don't so you have like a list of like goblin one through 30 and they all just say goblin there's not even a number next. yeah yeah and there and, and there there has been there's been a good couple of times and curse of Strahd alone where someone's like, oh, hey, there's an enemy down there. I'm like, oh, yeah. I forgot the roll of yeah. uh, uh, They die. Uh, <laughs> it just, like, dropped in. <laughs> yeah, because then sometimes it, it could be just like, I don't know. It could be, I keep saying goblins, but it could be a goblin. But then if you're going to fight a goblin, it could take some time, even though it's just a goblin. 
Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, the, the the reason why you keep using goblins is because I think goblins the perfect like trash mob. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like where it's like level one through three, they might be a bit of a uh, a challenge. But after that, it's just nah, just throw them in the meat grinder. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no. So okay. So I think we we had two different interpretations of what large scale combat is. That's that's fine. We can we can we can talk about that. So your interpretation of large scale combat is just a lot of people. Where it's just, hey, you're good, you're cool, get it, jump on into yeah. this, jump on into this fight. So like a ta- like, well, like I guess like a bit like a tavern brawl. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Well, I mean, or, yeah. You know, like talk, talking about like what the the scenario we said last uh, last episode, where the adventurer tips the guy five gold, and the whole bar just like, <laughs> and then just like a random bar stool comes out of nowhere. <laughs> So okay, so so then in that in that case, let's say you have four to five adventurers, but then you have for whatever reason, let's just say the whole tavern just starts fighting. Maybe maybe, maybe it's after like a soccer game or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the so, so, damn Englishman, man. <laughs> yeah, so you can have anywhere between like ten to thirty commoners, and do you really want to roll initiative for all yeah. of those people? Yeah. So I mean, I so I think one of the ways you can probably simplify that is just roll initiative for one person. That person is the, I mean, in, in terms of enemies, you have your party's role separate initiative, but then you have one enemy role, their own initiative. And that's just representative of like the mob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it'll be, and, and you also have to think it's not going to be everybody fighting the adventurers. It's going to be, you know, maybe one of the commoners is fighting another commoner because yeah. uh, he kind of knows this guy's been doing stuff with his wife. He's like, hey, you know what? Now's the chance. <laughs> now's the chance. To- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just get one or two in there. Oh, or, sorry, or, mate. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just something that's like, like one of the commoners like took a swing at the adventurer, missed, hit another guy in the back of the head. Now that guy wheels yeah, around yeah. and starts beating him up. So, so I mean, you, you could probably have like, okay, there's, 30 commoners in this bar how many of these are actually fighting the adventurers and that, then that's when you roll like i don't know just real quick like a d12 plus five whatever because yeah. commoners are nothing commoners have like two hp and you can you can kill them by sneezing on them yeah <laughs> especially if COVID's around yeah um so then so then that that would be a really good way to kind of um have like a large fight and in a in a small room and if you feel like, oh, hey, these guys are kind of mowing through these commoners really quickly, like they probably should be. Yeah. <laughs> then you get... If they're struggling with commoners, there's bigger issues right now than large than large scale combat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why there's a reason why a lot of settings are like the militia is like 500 commoners because it's, it's probably going to take that many just to stop one. I like to imagine that it would be great if, like, in the middle of a fight, a commoner actually does some damage to one of the adventurers and it just surprises everybody. They're just like, wait, what? They can hurt us? Yeah. <laughs> Dead. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> and then that and then yeah. that, that commoner becomes that level one adventure now. Yeah, that yeah, right then and there. Just like a beam of like and now, now he has like starting equipment. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean so that so that's that's probably a really good way to kind of have large scale combat in a smaller room. But then what if, what if we like, and what if we like expand the, the area a bit and to where it's not, it's not the, 
bar room. Let's say it's the whole town. Okay, so now you have an army going through the town. And I'm not saying like a fort or a fortification or something like that, but just like did you hit me then? <laughs> oh, never mind. I was, I was like, are you really are you really like messaging me as we're talking? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was sharing it with a group. <laughs> okay. Um, it's like, what did I say? Did I say something offensive? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like, so what if now if it's if it's something that's like, let's say the town is under attack. Yeah. Like, let's just say there's a, a army of hog goblins coming through the town, and it's not they don't have any they don't have like any military fortifications or anything like that. So there's really no ballistas to to arm themselves with. Well, in that case, what you could probably do is in terms of that large scale combat, and let's say your objective is to get from point a to just point b like you start out in the tavern naturally and you just want to get out of the city well then at that point you could probably treat that whole area as like a random encounter zone and mm. then that's when you that's when you can start like you come up either come up with or hopefully the adventure provides a random encounter table and i'm, I'm pretty sure did uh did not not average did elterol have something like this yes yeah okay yeah. so you know exactly what i'm talking yeah, yeah. about where it's like like stuff is going down and so, at just as the adventurers are traveling, and you want you want to keep an idea, you want to keep an idea, and this is really good in roll twenty. Okay, they're going to go a mile this way, or what have you. How much time is that going to take? Yeah, and are they on the main road, or are they hiding through the buildings, or then like, you know, different encounters can happen there. Because on the main road, you can have, I don't know, use a, a basic brawl, but then in the <clears throat> in the alleyways, you can have like some uh, some uh, bandits come in and like you know, stab, 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 ambush. Yeah. You know, yeah, or 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 you, or you can have like a scenario where someone's being um, someone's being attacked by by a bandit, and then you can come in and kind of save the day, and you know, like there's there's a real lot, it, really a lot of interesting things you can do uh, with a scenario like that. But you really have to think about where what is the location and where they're going and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of context you need to really hone in on and just sort of learn to improvise and roll with it um so so then you're keeping track of how long you're gonna be taking and most most random encounter tables say roll once per hour but i would say because it's under attack i say roll once for every 20 minutes of travel honestly if you're if you're in a city i wouldn't even do uh i would even do by distance yeah no or keep or, 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 or key points you know like if you're going like to the main uh to the main uh, bazaar area, and then they have to make a left to a bridge. So I do one for the bazaar area, one when they get to the bridge, and then you know what I mean. So because oh okay, like like segment off the map and be yeah. like every time they enter this, let's roll for a random yeah, or or, or, okay. or or just ask the player like, uh, you know, how are you gonna get there? And then they're like, oh, we're gonna go here, then we're gonna do this, then we're gonna do that. Then you roll to see if they do an encounter in each one of those. Mm-hmm. And then and then so so then in this scenario, the the army that's attacking the city kind of just acts as a backdrop to what's going on. So it's not like you're actually fighting the entire army. You're just fighting like dregs. Yeah. Yeah. Underlings and stuff like that. Like you're, or maybe like a couple lieutenants here and there, but you're not fighting the army as a whole. Right. So then that's another way to kind of scale up, quote unquote, scale up large, uh, large scale combat. But what if we want to fight the army? Like what if we're in a fort, 
and we have battlements and we have ballistas and we have anti-siege weaponry and stuff like that and there's an army at our doors well how 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 do we do that unfortunately the dmg doesn't really give us a lot in terms of uh fortifications uh on page 127 it shows how much it costs to uphold a a stronghold or a business or anything like that and on page 128 it just shows us the construction time and building cost of that huh and outside of that and stats for like stone and wood doors and stuff that's about it (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't um tell us how much it costs to install weapons like catapults or anything like that doesn't tell us how much to how much to is it just like a big blanket cost yeah, it, it, just, it, it just assumes that you just have all that uh, siege equipment and protection well, let's, detail. Let's, well, okay, so it says outpost or fort. It costs fifteen thousand gold and it takes a hundred days to build. That's it. There's nothing. There's nothing else outside of that. And then on the previous page, to maintain it, let's see if I can find it here. To maintain it, it is da, 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 where did it go? It is twenty five gold per day. That's it. Hmm. And it's there's really nothing outside of that, unfortunately. Um, so, so you're like, okay, well, what if I want to have a big, like, maybe not a whole campaign out of this, but what if there's like a big finale? Like, my like my adventurers went out and they got the staff of power from yada yada, and now the lich's army is marching on our doorstep to reclaim that staff, you know. So how do I play out the scenario? Because you can either a have the siege be a backdrop for whatever's going to happen, which I feel is kind of anticlimactic and kind of robs like a lot of the. I can see that, uh, yeah. Like a lot of the like cinema ness of it, or b you could roll initiative for every single one of them. <laughs> and I say next- b. And spend the next three and a half hours just going through a turn. You mean the um, three, three sessions? Yeah. <laughs> to go through a rant? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so... Uh, all right, so... How okay, so last time we left off, uh, freaking what? Lich 40 already went. Okay, so this guy... And the map is just tokens everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it, Hobgoblin 127 missed. No, wait, no, wait. No, no, that one uh, that one went, dude. No, it's it's 2028 yeah, is the next one. It's coming up. I know, I know. No, hold on, but, hold on. but 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 that one's not a regular hub. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. There's like a spreadsheet for the initiative <laughs> <Yeah>. count. <laughs> All right, so then... So, okay, so how do we... How do we have a fort... Uh, like defend against itself against an incoming army and I think the answer lies in the book Ghosts of Saltmarsh Ghosts of Tsushima I was like Ghosts of Tsushima (laughs) whoa (laughs) took a left turn there don't even go to the fort just cut the throats of all I mean you could you actually could (laughs) if you want to be like hey we don't have to fight this fight yeah let's just Let's just send the rogue in. Let's mm-hmm. send, send the rogue and the bard in. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if they die, that's fine because that's two lives against the lives of 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really the, cool. The camera pans, pans to the left and the, the rogue and the bard are just sitting there next to everybody while they're talking. 
Yeah. Like, wait, wait, guys, but, what? But they're not paying attention. There's like playing dice or yeah. some shit like that. And the Marshall's like, doo, 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 doo. Yeah. <laughs> like, like just being a jackass. And it's like, look at these men, stone cold killers. Yeah. <laughs> not a single ounce of fear in them. <laughs> they don't fear death. They simply don't have any idea what's <laughs> happening. Fucking the bard playing Master Exploders. That rogue is Kyle Gass. No, the bard's Kyle Gass. Because Kyle Gass is a far better guitar player than Jack Black. Jack Black is the rogue. It's very flexible and agile. For a fat guy. Yeah, for a fat guy. He has flexibility. He, he I like has, I like to imagine that those two players are the ones that are like on their phone not paying attention. <laughs> oh yeah. But, All right, guys, but, 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 but but then when combat comes in, for some reason it's like sink. Yeah. <laughs> like, like why are it pisses me off how good you guys are in this game. <laughs> We um, all we all have players like that. <laughs> we've all been that, that player just, at one point. We're just another. like, oh, combat? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet through the whole role-playing session. But then they just come in and just, <laughs> just kill the enemy. Like, all right, guys. <laughs> if you need me, you know my number. <laughs> I'll be on my phone, so don't worry about it. I'll, I'll get your call. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So then... That actually be a really cool adventure idea where it's like there's no possible way we win this fight. We have to send a, a group in yeah. to infiltrate and sort of be like, what are we, some kind of suicide squad? <laughs> 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 they tape, <laughs> they tape a, a TNT stick to the back of their heads with a very long <laughs> time. <laughs> What the fuck is TNT? <laughs> no, actually, that would be really no, 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 no. You, you joke, but be like, be like, we're gonna, we're gonna put a glyph of warning on the back. Oh my back. god, and yes! And, and if we see you leave the area, I'm just gonna have the wizard just. <laughs> <laughs> And just All have right. one guy like, like, I don't sign up for this man. He just runs away. And <laughs> and just explode. His main weapon was a boomerang. Why? <laughs> This is Slipknot. He can fucking climb anything because he's a really good climber. That move was stupid. Yeah, that's why it's getting a remake. <laughs> I don't. I don't suggest you get killed by her. Her sword can trap the soul of her victims. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> oh, oh god. Right, so. so God, what a fucking awful movie! So, All Ghost, right. so Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, Ghost of Salt. Ghost, Ghost of. I mean, okay. So we already kind of figured out one way we can solve large scale combat. But what if? But what if you want to have like the, the, I guess Helm's Deep. <laughs> I, I was yeah. I was I was trying to think of like the other big fight in Return of the King, but no, Helm's Deep actually seems like a really. Anyways, so what what if you want to have like the big like cinematic like climactic like you know fighting on the battlements and launching catapults and crap like that. Okay. So in order to explain fortified positions and stuff like that, I need to explain boat mechanics first. Okay. So, and, and go, I almost said Ghost of Tsushima. And Ghost, Ghost of Salt Marsh. <laughs> and Ghost of Salt Marsh. There is obviously boats because it's a <gasps> pirate adventure. Ooh. No. By the way, just so you know, when we play that, I may play a bard because now I know how to play the ukulele and I may <laughs> learn how to oh, sing some no, sea shanties. Don't, don't <laughs> and I'm be... gonna and I'm gonna get a cheesy like pirate hat and I, I... <laughs> don't be that. I am <laughs> gonna be that guy. <laughs> there once was a boat. Cup to sea. 
<laughs> are you gonna are you gonna play Jason Mraz? I'm yours one more time. <laughs> Alright guys, anyway, so here's one to Walt. That's 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 the actual enemy. Ugh. Okay, fine, you can pass. <laughs> Anyways. Ray of Enfeeblement is his Wonder Wall because it just uh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. God damn it. Okay. So so Ingo Ingo so Yeah, right? Okay, Jose's dying live on stream. <laughs> Don't stay tuned. Don't miss it. Alright, so in stay, stay tuned for when we live stream Jose's funeral. <laughs> He stated he stated in his will that he wants his D and D members to be his pallbearers so they can let him down one last time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and one of you guys can't make it. <laughs> can we reschedule? <laughs> no, we can't reschedule the funeral. <laughs> Saturday's not good for me. <laughs> Andrew, we're on the clock here. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's just, it's, I mean, this is what Maybe makes coffee our... was a bad idea. Maybe this we is... should have just beer. <laughs> this is what makes our podcast interesting, but... Okay, so, Anyways, so Ang- Angos, Angos Salt Marsh are so ship stats. Yes. And and those, so those stats, for the most part, they're kind of like a monster stats. They have, they have uh, like, strength, dex, con, the whole works. And, like, damage immunities, condition immunities, stuff like that. But what's interesting is that it has, um, let's see, it has a capacity for crew members. So, for instance, the galley, it has a capacity for 80 crew members. So, in order to get the full breadth of its action, you need 80 people. Oof. And and its, uh, its actions are dictated, or how many actions it can do is dictated by its crew members. So, if you only have... It, and it can do three actions. It can do two movements or two attacks and a movement or one movement and two attacks, what have you. But <clears throat> but its its actions are dictated by the amount of crew. So you have eighty people. If you only have a third of that, it can only do one action. If mm-hmm. you have if you have two thirds of that, you can do two action. If you have the full capacity, if you have the full eighty, then it can do all three actions on its turn. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um and it and and each each ship is different. So I'm just using the galley just as as an example here. Um, and because it is a ship, it does have a damage threshold, which means you have to do you have to do over a certain amount of damage to actually hurt it. And I think the damage threshold is like something like ten. So you have to do ten damage, and then anything after ten damage actually hurts the ship. So it can't just be like the rogue comes and stabs it for four damage. Well, it's not going to do anything because it's a ship, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so, so it has to be like a big, like, like a big attack or, or a very strong attack from a. Very but the real strong... question is, does does the rogue get sneak attack? No, the rogue does not get sneak. attack. <sighs> he does have dark vision. <laughs> the ship failed its passive perception. <laughs> stab. Stab, stab. <laughs> Where did you stab it? Well, I mean. No, the rogue does not get. Sneak. We're not I, was, I was thinking for a for like a hot second. How would a rogue get sneak attack on a ship? And the short answer is they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, so then, so so then, you have your ship and you have your you have your crew. And if you're if let's say you're sailing on the ship and this is your ship as adventurers, 
then you would be part of that crew. So you would be if so you would be like the four or five you'd be part of the crew, and then the 75, 76 people left would be like commoners or guards or whatever. Probably be more like guards, <laughs> less commoners. Anyways, so so in terms of combat, when it comes to ships, what happens is, okay, let's say you're sailing the ocean blue and you're going to go find some treasure or something like that. Oh no, pirates. Ah, so the pirates are coming in. They've, they've, they've raised the, the Jolly Roger. They're obviously going to, they're, they're going to fight you. So you roll initiative. And then what happens is that everybody in the party rolls their own initiatives, but then these, the ships roll their sep- their own separate initiative. And, and this is all part of the same initiative role. So let's just say the fighter goes first, the wizard goes second, and then the enemy ship goes, and then your ship goes. Okay. So the fighter goes first. He says, hey, I know the ship has cannons. Let's, let's just fast forward in time a little bit and say it has cannons. I know the ship has cannons. I'm going to fire off one of the cannons at the other ship. Okay, that's cool. You can do that. So he goes, he uses his action to to load the cannon at, I think, I think it's a bonus action to load cannon then a, a full action to fire off the cannon. Don't quote me on that. So then he does that fires off cannon, hits the ship, does like 38 damage. And so boom, you know, blows a big hole into the uh, enemy ship. Then the wizard goes and says, Hey, I'm going to cast fireball and see if I can just hit some of the, uh, hit some of the crew members off the other side of the ship. Okay. Well you can do that. Just Okay. Then I, I got to roll. Dexterity for I don't know one d six plus however many guards are on the or bandits are on the ship, and then that goes, and then so the enemy ship goes, and then they're going to move. They can use because they have a full they have a full crew, they can move in line and then fire off two uh, two of their weapons, and then your ship goes, and because your ship has a full crew member, they can also move, so you can move out of the way of whatever. Uh, weaponry they have, and then fire off your weapons at, at at them as well. So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get here is the ship is a setting, and it's it has its own map and everything, but it's also active. It's, it is an right. active part of the battle, right. and because of that, <clears throat> because you are also part of the crew and you are on that ship, you can do things on that ship. Like if say say the navigator gets shot, uh, like oh no, <laughs> like. If, the cannonball comes, boom, blows his head right <laughs> off. We have we have nobody to. I mean, if you want, if you want to dictate like that, you can just have it be like, oh no, someone else came and got the wheel, or you can dictate be like, we have no one to steer the ship, so it's just kind of aimlessly going around. Well, right. and then one of the crew member or one of you, <clears throat> one of the adventurers, jumps in and gets on the wheel and starts, you know, steering the ship. So, so it it to me it adds a much bigger layer of combat because now you have a active like vessel doing something in in the combat besides just being the half cover or full cover or whatever so what we could do is that we could just open up the control panel because if there's one thing we learned from dungeons and dragons in general is that a lot of these rules all you have to do is just kind of erase a little bit yeah right in your own thing and boom you got rules for whatever you want mechanics yeah exactly it just it's really just open up the hood, rip out the mechanics from this, pop it into something else, and, and you got whatever you need. So what we could do is like, okay, what would a what would a like a, a fortified castle have? 
obviously ballistas yeah catapults maybe not maybe maybe the other enemy would be using catapults and stuff like that if they're if they're a good army they'd be using trebuchets instead of catapults but they're goblins so we'll give them some you know, lenience <laughs> <laughs> but then we would have stuff like murder holes where yeah. you know they could shoot arrows and stuff like that so then you kind of start to think all this through and you you build your castle the way you 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 want to you're gonna have to unfortunately homebrew rules in terms of like justifying the cost of like ballistas and stuff like that maybe right. that's just all rolled in with the cost of it or maybe gonna it, do something extra whatever. it could be it, that could be like a post encounter quote-unquote thing like oh you took this much damage you're gonna need this much coal to rebuild your shit you know yeah yeah i mean like like i said you're that one that you're just gonna have to read the table yeah and like you know don't obviously i wouldn't impose any unfair rulings on, on that or unless your party wants to wants <clears throat> that to be like hey let's have the next arc of the adventure just being like repairing the ship or repairing the fort and like okay cool which could be that. fun you know escort the supplies from town to your fort you know make sure that oh. there's no ambushes or you know We'll, or we'll, or we got to find some way to scrabble up a hundred thousand gold. Okay, uh, crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling in some jobs and you know, <laughs> see what I can do. Hey, Koopy Doopy, thank you for following. Hey, thanks. So then, so so then, what what we could do is that we could take that fort and then we can just pop it right in the middle of the battlefield. And then, okay, so then you have that army. Yeah. Right. So so let's say the fort is the ship. The fort's going to get its own initiative. It's probably going to be like a, a solid 20, uh, like a flat 20 on initiative count. I wouldn't say it has a deck score. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. So then, all right. So then, so then you have this army. Well, it's not going to be just rabble and infantry. They're going to have their own things. They're going to have, they're going to have siege engines and they're going to have, if, especially with D and D, they're probably going to have bigger units. Like they will probably yeah. have like hill giants or like, ogres or god help you if they have something like uh like the really big de oh god what's the name the really big demons that have like the siege uh oh what's it called oh, Gizbros? damn you, you you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but they do like double damage on yeah. buildings and stuff like that so then so then what you can do is that you can have so let's say your hobgoblin army that's just going to be we can just use what i like to call swarm tactics where yeah. this whole thing just has one pool of hp and they all just go yeah. <laughs> at the same time and so as and so you could probably dictate like oh it's gonna be like a, a hail of arrows and stuff like that so you gotta roll a deck save to to miss the arrows and stuff or or you can have them like beating down the door and stuff but then you can have initiative count for the siege engines for the larger enemies and and then probably have um initiative count for the commander because he's going to be the one that's commanding right. the army right and inversely you can do the same thing in the fort so you can have the fort be in its own initiative count and they're all going to go when they go so okay it's our it's our turn let's let's send another volley of arrows back and fire off the ballistas but then this would be a really good moment to have your your characters control the army uh, so it'd be like, let's say your fighter, let, just for the sake of the argument, let's say they're fairly high level yeah. characters. Let's say like <laughs> around 15th level, because this would probably be the time where they could take on armies of enemies. 
So your 15th level fighter, who is at that a, a five level fighter is a legend amongst men. So a 15th yeah. level fighter is like a god amongst He's us. Damn it, god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so he would be the one at the forefront, like probably on the wall, like like saying, "Hey, I need you to focus fire on the 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 hill giant that's making its way here," and then the paladin is like rallying up the uh, the cavalry inside the fort. So it's like, "All right, man, one last push," and then you know the 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 castle gates slam down. They all charge. Ah, it's all slow motion and beautiful and shit, and like just explosions going off and doves are flying. <laughs> but then, but then you can also have like your wizard like launching like spells and stuff and but he but he would probably have followers as well because you got you have to think it says in the dmg that after a certain level people just start following your adventurers because they are just that influential so so then you could probably come up with okay your wizard's gonna have like a clutch of mages or something. i wouldn't say arch mages like probably like a clutch of mages says yeah. like it's it's uh followers and stuff oh my god and... on, on top of the on top of the like the main tower just fucking flinging spells towards the uh oh yeah and, oh, and, and, glorious and and and, and, that, and that's where you just okay i'm gonna remove all the crap like well no actually fog wall be really good <laughs> <laughs> but but stuff like tree stride and and long jump and stuff and just and just have aoe spells like yeah. ice storm and yep. fireball and yep. And and your wizard at that point, I don't know. Would a wizard have a ninth level spell? It would probably they, they'd still probably be able to launch off some pretty mean stuff where yeah. they're from. Oh yeah, especially would you would you what do you think of doing a, a, some sort of mechanic that it allows that allows the wizard to cast more often or or doesn't run out of spells so easily? Because it's it is a war, and even at high levels, most wizards will be like you know fireball, fireball, fireball. <gasps> okay, I need to take a rest. You know what I mean? But maybe something along the lines of like the mages are following him, or like I don't know, hooking him up with cocaine or something, so like has more energy, you know, like what I what I would probably do if I had to homebrew something like that, I would probably have <laughs> cocaine. I would, pro- <laughs> I would probably just have it be like, okay, we've prepped for war. Like you need the whole day or maybe like a whole week to prep for war. So then, what's going to happen is that while you're at war, while the siege is happening, just have the just change the rest intervals from eight hours to a full rest to like that that uh what's it that speedy rest recovery where it's like okay i just need 30 minutes to mm-hmm. uh phase okay. something whatever i forget what it was called yeah 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 the the but like the fast wrestling the fast resting one where it's like okay i just need to take a quick smoke break all right we're good <laughs> yeah <Go. laughs> but but but, but you, meanwhile but you... the mage the, the other mages can cast like lower level spells but it still do some some damage that way that way, I, I feel like the wizard player doesn't feel left out, even though the main damage dealer is taking a rest. You know. By the way, right. uh, Koopy Doopy says fireballs everywhere. Oh yeah, no fire fireballs be both sides. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, honestly, a, a, this is this is, this would be the most time to have a wizard be devastating, mm-hmm. just absolutely devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you could probably. I mean, depending on the context, be like, oh, the the god of war came out, and like, <laughs> you, you, like, like you shall not tire or something like that. But right. I, but I mean, you you could you could probably work something in there, or okay. just or just that, or just give them like an like an an item where it's like, hey, oh wait, no, isn't there an item that gives them like a like the benefits of a full rest? I can't. I want to say there I probably say is. There is. Also, yeah. do do scrolls count towards a spell slot? No. 
There you as go. As far as I know, they that don't. might be the so, solution. Hey, you're weak. You prepare a shit ton of scrolls. Or hey, we have we have a week to yeah, exactly. Just prep a bunch of scrolls. I just need as many scrolls as you can. Yeah. And just <laughs> you know what? Actually, that's that's actually a really good point. I don't think they do use a spell slot. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Because that 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 might be what you would have to do. Or keep, what you keep talking about. Or what you could do is that you can like prep a bunch of spell scrolls and be like, okay, I need the smartest among you. Like, who among you can read? <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to use spell scrolls real quick. <laughs> and and then and then show like the training montage where someone's trying to like read fireball and they explode. Okay, that guy's out, obviously. Yeah, there's um, no, there doesn't use the spell slot, and there's no limit to how many scrolls you can use. There you go. So then, so so then you just have you have the wizard. And and he can he you can probably have save his spell slots for the really devastating stuff. Yeah. But then but then you have like the caddy with yeah. like a bag <laughs> with like the bag full of spell scrolls and he's just like uh it just it's just belt feeding the ammo. That's exactly what that is. That's belt feeding ammo to to the wizard. Yeah, exactly. And this and, and 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 this would this would be a really good time to have like the subclass like the war the war wizard the war mage uh, wizard Warcaster. like yeah warcaster like really shine because this is what they're meant to do and then you can have and then you can have uh like this like the uh, the cavalier paladin class like this is like their moment and then this the the battle master fighter would just dominate like that guy is the five-star general right off the bat <laughs> so just so just so you know well i mean you know at that point they have a lot of gold but like it takes 20 days and 500 gold pieces to make a level a second level third level spell scroll i what so what i would what i would probably say well if you have a small army of scribes you can probably you know what i mean uh, again but, this is also this is well this is also like 15th level like we thought process we're doing here, usually at that point, I mean, you guys, you guys have ended up adventures with like five hundred thousand gold each, easy. Yeah, and 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 you're thinking, yeah, like at that point, the gold amount is a blank check for yeah. a fifteenth level. If we're going off of published adventures, yeah. But you also have to think, there's this little thing called the war effort. Yeah. So what? <laughs> so so what you could do is that you could send your bard or your warlock or whoever has the highest charisma to go out and like like hey i need your i need your assistance i need you know there there's an army that that's going to march upon us and we need as much gold and supply as possible because we're going to get ready for this so then maybe that could be an arc of in of itself right where you're just trying to rally more people to your cause um and then then and then maybe after the siege like you have to work off your your debt you know because you're you're probably going to have to be loaning i mean think about it like no 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 nation actually like bankrolls their own war effort yeah that's <laughs> you true know? and hopefully all, you win so you can like you know <laughs> take the take your spoils of war also stacy thank yeah. you for liking the stream yeah, like, like that that that's that's when you have like the crew roll out war bonds, you know. Yeah. You say you. I mean, so that's and something like that. We, I'm not saying that's that's a way to hand wave, um, like the cost of spell scrolls, but that that would be a really good way to justify it. Maybe even add more to it. Um, but I think this also be a really good moment where. 
if you're on the other side of the siege, maybe you're the attacking army, this would be a really good time to start um, conjuring up like earth elementals yeah. because earth Ooh. elementals have have the siege ability where they do double damage. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> this is also a time for the freaking artificer or artificer to shine and be like on the walls fixing and like uh, enhancing the uh, the the whatever uh, siege weapons they have. Yeah, exactly. He he, he could just he like and a tiny like, little oh, cannon. No. <laughs> yeah, it just it just little SpongeBob like cannon just shooting <laughs> yeah. just shooting people. But no, I'm I'm saying this this would be a really and then and then you have you have the bard that's like rallying people yeah. and stuff like that. And it, it, it I mean you have like a maybe it, like a like a squad of rogues, you know, like Rainbow Six try and go behind enemy lines and take down the yeah. generals and when they do take down the generals perhaps the, the it's a penalty for all the the smaller units you know like they're not as effective or they get like disadvantage oh, yeah. of whatever role they're trying to do you're definitely gonna ha well what what i would probably say is that okay so so if we're if, if we're going with that i would say that what that does is that that causes the confusion uh like 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 a semblance of the confusion spell on the army because like they have Ooh. like like their their communication's been cut yeah. off. What do we do? Yeah. Um. Uh. uh. Yeah. <laughs> or like now a, we just start panicking. Or like a fear uh, uh, type thing because they just saw their commander die in a yeah. brutal way. You know, they start like well, scattering away. And this and this is where this is where we can introduce stuff in like uh what's it there there's a there's an optional mechanic in the DMG for morale. This is when we can start mm -hmm. introducing morale. Yep. So. So something like that, it'd be like, okay, so let's say each army, I don't know how the morale system works. I'm just going off a of percentage base. Let's say each army has 100% morale. Yeah. All right. The attack is taking a lot longer than they thought than they thought it would. So the opposing army is lowering their morale because, okay, hey, we thought it was, we thought we'd be home by Christmas, yeah. you know, but we're not. Um, and and the and the the fort is showing no real signs of weakness. And then the rogue, and then a rogue, and a and a group of other rogues come in, and they assassinate the leader. Well, that's a huge blow to their yeah. morale, you know. So then, so then maybe with like as the low as the morale lowers, like maybe some group, like maybe like parts of the army start splintering off and like yeah. running away. And then maybe once the morale is shattered completely, they just okay, yeah. No, we're and it could work the same way too, you know, when you hold the siege and you don't let the supplies get into the fortress. Like on the other side, you know, that's it as well. Maybe one of the main missions they then becomes, all right, guys, we got to get some supplies in without anybody yeah. noticing, you know, like try to like, we can't feed. We, the, we've feed. ran out of rats to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll be, that'll be a pretty badass stealth mission to get out, you know, and bring enough supplies in to feed your army, you know? Also, yeah, by the way, yeah. I was just looking up like the most powerful spells, uh, whatever for AOE spells, uh, freaking meteor swarm. Meteor storm would be good. And storm gate. swarm. Yeah. Oh, is it swarm? Okay, swarm. and then and, and then forty d six. Be... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo. And then and then gate would just be like, okay, do we really want to roll the dice on getting a ancient red dragon in here? That's good. That's good backfire because I I don't control it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just get it in. Well, maybe you yeah. get it in the middle of their lines. You know, can you imagine giving one of those one scroll to like an arcane trickster or something and get it all the way behind enemy lines and then summon a freaking red oh, dragon? Oh yeah, freaking and then just, okay. attack on Titan mode. Just, just oh, we got one shot at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would actually be really see. There's tons of possibilities of what you could do with like during a wartime thing. Yeah. Um. But I think I think the morale stumbling upon that. I think that'd be a really good way to have sort of soft HP for each opposing army. Like there's 
like there's obviously the hard hp where they're they're still here they're pumping blood and breathing and then we have to kill them until they are dead or there's the soft hp where it's like okay their morale is getting lowered we can just break them before we can kill them and so yeah and so then you probably could starve out the uh the fort and stuff like that or you can cut off their supply lines or maybe start launching dead bodies over the wall i don't yeah. know just you know normal siege time stuff um so i think that'd actually be really cool just have just have like an overall and maybe maybe the morale could be based on like okay how well how good are these adventurers <laughs> like yeah. are they like like are they like actual like paragons of good and morality and stuff like that or are they just like a bunch of like control murder hobos <laughs> more like, likely like, murder what, hobos why would I want to fight for you? So your morale's already kind of at right. like a disadvantage there. Yeah. And then, and, and then, so it's so. I mean, I, I would, I would actually really appreciate an adventure like that, yeah. where it's where it, maybe the climax of the entire adventure is the siege, but there's like a build up and a little bit of a payoff at the end, and yeah, you know, oh man, so. and just just getting ready and having to think about all the things that you need to survive the mm-hmm. siege, or like, you know, actually not just survive but win and like and like securing supply lines yeah. and where do you even get supplies from like getting yeah. like like you, you like you have to be allied with a nation that's the breadbasket of like the 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 continent and stuff yeah. like that so you're like okay now we gotta we gotta foster an alliance with these fucks <laughs> so, <laughs> so that, would, that would be really cool I, I i would really appreciate that um but i think like i said pretty much to boil it down just have ship mechanics be for the fort yeah. swarm swarm mechanics for the smaller enemies but then have the bigger enemies uh be part of the initiative order as well right. so, right. or, so or, but biggest you mean like important enemies like the yeah like the like, commanders like, like, like the big, and the well biggest and in in terms of stature and also like physical bigness mm, like okay. like 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 this the, if they had a storm giant god help you if they had a storm <laughs> giant on their side like well you could see him coming from like yeah. a mile away so he would have his own initiative or right. they had something like a dragon stuff you know they, they that would have its own initiative order yeah. as well which yeah. i think that'd be really cool if the enemy army had a dragon would be like oh the, the the red dragon's flames are so hot it melts the walls of the castle and then the main <laughs> mission is to try to convince a gold dragon to come and help you out oh god these these things are so fickle. These things are fickle to a T. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's supposed to be excited. We should we should we should do like a one off when it's or like a, by one off I mean like a, a short adventure where it's just a massive. Well, I think like, siege. I, I think what we should do is that we should play. I I think we should try Ghost Assault Mars first. See how the ship mechanics work out, and then if and then if I. On paper, they sound really great. It could be something that's like, eh, it kind of bloats the combat a bit. <laughs> but but we should try Ghost of Salt Marsh. And if that works, then we can just Manipulate, take it out. Yeah. Boom. And just yeah. make it landlocked. Boom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, but, ah. Oh, they're just, ah. War, wartime re- missions. Repurposing mechanics. And then and then, and then you can have stuff where it's like, okay, we have, we have to go out. We got to, we, uh, all right, we got to find this weapon. It's like it's it's going to be the weapon that's going to take him out. Yeah, yeah, we have to find yeah the lance of MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you go out and you can see like the villages being attacked by like enemy orcs. It's like oh god, now we got to save these fuckers. God, <laughs> god, I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah, and then I keep track of time. The longer you take, the more the their army build up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you it, take and, too long, and, maybe the lance of MacGuffin might not be enough to take him down now. 
or or like the longer you take, the lower your morale gets because hey, yeah. these guys said they were going to be back in a ten day, <laughs> yeah, and, it's and then thirty days later, and then they're just playing the gristle on the front lines. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> They're, high. Uh, they're they're using the corpses as full cover. Yeah. That's how bad it's gotten. Oh no! There's bullets now. Like, what? Ah! War has changed. <laughs> yeah. War. War never changes. And for this time, shit. <laughs> oh well, that's exciting. That's uh, oh man, that that gets me amped up for an actual like big wartime siege type situation. That'll be pretty bomb. Woo. See, that's why yeah, I want to do high level play and going back to Barovia, something like that, like epic. You know, it's not longer me, me, me. It's like, whoa, here is uh, Strahd and the Lich or whatever. Yeah. See, and that's and that's and 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 that's what I was kind of like. That that's what kind of kicked off this whole thing because a lot of five E combat, it's very one on one. Yeah. So it's like, what if you wanted to do something bigger? Like, what if you want to do something that's more like, like I said, like the Battle of Helm's Deep. Like, look how huge that fight was. So how yeah. do how do you really justify or like like make mechanics for that? And that's yeah. kind of what and this, this is whole thing and, and this this whole thing like all the stuff you said. It's while it is bigger in scale, it still has a, a not approachable. What, what's the word I'm looking for? A um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Andrew? It has a um streamline. Well, streamline, but also uh down. To, eye level you know look it's not it's not too far from it's not a war game we're not trying oh, yeah, to get yeah. into it's a not, war it's, game it, it, yeah it's not it, it's not a pure rts like there's right. still there's still things you like can do individually exactly yes yeah. but but there's still like an overarching control over yeah. and, and whatever I, and, I, and i think having and I, and I think seeing the um the the effect that, that what you're doing has on the field on the battlefield will make it a lot more um, make the will make the players um, attached to it more. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, you failed your whatever, so your siege weapon didn't fire. Now the goblins are coming up the wall type situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's cool. This this would be something where like you would not have the siege be like just, oh no, it's halfway through the session now the siege is happening. No, no, no. No. This would be like this would be like the boss fight where it's yeah. like okay, I need to prep for this particular part and yeah on the dm side there's probably gonna be a lot of mechanics there's gonna be a lot of levers you need to pull yep. because you, you you're gonna have to think about morale you're gonna think about this that and the other and that's when you just you just make a lot of notes yeah <laughs> but but also think if you pull it off think of that would be the most memorable moment yes. of your campaign if any campaign honestly yeah. and, and hopefully i mean i think our players would but you know for everybody else out there like make sure to communicate that to, to your players like hey guys we're gonna get into a really big fight here you know I'm gonna have to do a lot of stuff and like make them aware that way they don't get all like, oh my god, why doesn't it let me get on my phone? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like yeah. make them excited for make them excited about you doing the things that you're doing behind the screen. And this and, and this to would probably be I mean, the, this would probably be something where you kinda wanna pull back the curtain just mm -hmm. a little bit, just just a teeny bit. Yeah. And just be like and, and, and show very obvious signs that the enemy morale is starting to like yeah. waver and stuff. <clears throat> and 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 maybe maybe have like a number for supplies like okay we have 450 pounds of food and every day the army eats or whatever we have like eats x amount of pounds of food okay so then you have this many right. and, you, and you start doing the math you're like guys we're not gonna last the 10 day yeah. with yeah. this much so then so so that's that's when that's this is the time to stop <clears throat> making things ambiguous and be very i, I uh, be very uh, upfront. 
Yeah. In terms of like numbers and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, to a and, certain degree. Well, yeah, that, but also, <clears throat> um, if this is like a part, like the end of like such of, of, of like the big finale to the campaign you're playing, perhaps have like a session zero part two where you explain like, hey guys, we, I'm trying this whole big old mechanic about big war game type stuff. You know, just so you know, these are some of the stuff you can do to affect the outcome yeah. of the fight because that way the player doesn't go in blind, doesn't go, doesn't go in blinded. Doesn't I would, go in I would blind, very, and then it's like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. You know, like I, I would very much have like a tutorial session yeah. for yeah. this. Be like, okay, hey, here are the things you can do, and I, I would probably do the exact. I would do the exact same thing with Ghost of Saltmarsh. Like, hey, you are part of this ship now, mm-hmm. and then this is where this is where ship tutorial shows up on the <laughs> screen. And it's yeah. just like one of twelve pages. Like, oh my god. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, that's honestly that's that's the perfect way to think about it. You're you're introducing new mechanics that these yeah. that these are even even seasoned players probably haven't yeah. really come across exactly. so 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 you want to communicate with them you don't want to be like oh you could have used the ballista this whole time you big right family. right like but you never told me that exactly greg was on the ballista he was hogging it i right. thought it was his ballista <laughs> right no but you could have <laughs> yeah. got a plus two to the ballista because you're more experienced than he is yeah but like or, yeah, exactly like they're they're this is the moment to be like okay hold on tutorial mode right we're going to explain fortress combat now koopy yeah. <laughs> doopy says a test war well i wouldn't do so much a uh, question mark he says i wouldn't do a test war because that's pretty much the whole session but more of like even make like a like a word document pdf type things like actions you can do during you know during your your turn well like, i think or expanded think... war wartime action or siege uh, actions what i think i think what he's getting at he might be asking what'd be a good way to have them familiarize themselves before like the big hour and that and and what and that could be something like oh hey here's a uh here here's a small troop of hobgoblins oh no they're gonna lay siege to our thing oh and it turns out like once you've defended them off or something like that oh this was just the scouting party there's a much bigger party coming so that could be like the test a bit of a a bit of a build-up yeah yeah, so some something to sort of, I mean, or it could be because like the fort is, I'm assuming, off in the wilderness somewhere. You can have like a random encounter where like a trope of giants came. Oh, like we don't like this building. Get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, there's there is there is things you can do to to um get them warmed up to the mechanics okay. before. Yeah. Before you're like, okay, hey guys, big test. We didn't study for this. Yeah, Have to cram. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, so that's, you know, siege, large-scale combat. I think there's a lot of possibility, and it comes down to really, like you said, uh, looking under the hood and, and, and switching things from... I think the parallel that you had with the ship mechanics, being bringing that into a fortress mechanic, it's amazing. I feel like, you know, other than movement, everything else applies, mm-hmm. you know? Or if you're, you know, uh, Howl's Moving Castle. It could be castle. a flying fortress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. <laughs> Maybe the artificer's like, hey, guys, what is, you guys want to see something cool? It's a big red button. <laughs> big legs come out. <laughs> what the what the fuck did you do? <laughs> <laughs> the guards on the wall, you're like, oh, I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Koopy Doopy says, the DM, it says, uh, pub quest, starts a war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Andrew. 
Uh, I know we're uh, 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 tight on, on the schedule, but let's talk about our favorite part of the episode. Session highlights! Oh, I thought about our favorite part of this episode. Well, I really like the part where, no, Andrew, shut where, up. where, where we were about talking you. about the giant orgy. I think, I think, I think we could have expanded more on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to expand more on that. All right, fine. That's another episode. <laughs> That's another episode. Stay tuned. That'll be episode sixty-nine. You hear thunderous sound coming from inside the mountain. <laughs> the thunderous clapping of cheeks. <laughs> what? What is that? Is that an earthquake? No, my child. It's something far worse. You only wish it was an earthquake. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> spray bottles. <laughs> it's just like the snow giant. Like, hey, man, it's all free love, dude. Come on. Yeah. In. <laughs> it smells like carnitas. <laughs> it smells like balls. <laughs> and <laughs> right. stop. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Group was like, oh god. Bad. Coffee was a bad idea. We should have stuck to alcohol. <laughs> oh, I am not drinking alcohol at 10 tomorrow. Yeah. Could be like, not the balls! <laughs> 2d6 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> <laughs> and then some psychological damage after that. <laughs> You have to roll the short-term madness. Anymore. <laughs> See if you can handle what you just saw. <coughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, oh God, session highlights. This is a part of the episode where we talk Jesus. about session Jesus highlights. Christ, <laughs> previous sessions. I'm moving away from that, Andrew. Yeah, I, so, no, I, I don't blame you. For you guys, for you guys that don't know, we are playing right now Rhyme of the First Maiden. We have a live stream uh, every Wednesday, almost every Wednesday, uh, unless Hurricane is coming by. Um, so yeah. <laughs> even then, we're even just then, like, fuck yeah. the Hurricane. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, sorry. Anyway, so if you want to join us, make sure to uh, tune in at around six thirty to seven on Wednesdays. So we are currently starting right, right. Well, we already started Rhyme of the First Maiden, and we just had our first encounter, honestly. Uh, yeah, first session. First combat it only took three sessions, but the first combat. <laughs> it's been great, Andrew. What's your session highlight? My session highlight for okay. So the last time we went over. Session oh, Andrew's DMing by the way. Uh, yeah, hey, hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when when was the when was the last session we talked about session highlight? I think it was the very Oof. first session, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because because of scheduling things, we we haven't been able to record an episode in a while. Yeah. Um, but my personal session highlight for the last session was was beery getting attacked i know i i know it seems like i'm picking on heather but i'm really not i just that just the way this worked out was beautiful yeah because um what's it they're they're traveling through icewind dale right now they're traveling between towns which i are explained it's dangerous just to travel between towns and so they get hit by a blizzard and there's a lot of mechanical stuff that goes on with the blizzard i'm not going to pull the back of the curtain on that but one of the big things is that like you, you have to find some way to weather it out. Right. So the ranger and the paladin go off to find a cave or something like that to weather the storm. And it's just, it's an offhand remark. And I, I love it because it spawns so much from it, but it's offhand remark. And when they find the cave, 
the ranger, uh, Swift, who's being played by Robert, he says, or they say, Swift says, they say, you stay here. I'm going to go back for the rest of the party. And yeah. There are circumstances and, where we were split. It wasn't because we decided to split. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, fuck the DM, we're going to go yeah, ways. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just okay, because the paladin does has no nature skills, pretty much. So the paladin's like, okay, I have to stay here. I'm the, I'm physically the strongest person, the strongest class amongst yeah. them. Well, even before that, the, the party was split, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? It's not like we decided to, it was just. Yeah, no, well, yeah, it, it, yeah. So, so, yeah, the party split because of the blizzard. And the druid, the rogue, and the sorcerer—you, um, they all decided we're we're gonna we're gonna hang tight here, and we're gonna wait. We're gonna hear word on them because the one thing you guys, the one thing you guys picked up was that if it's a blizzard, don't move. Stay. Yeah. But if you don't know your way around, you don't move. <laughs> so okay, everyone, just plant your feet, and we'll just <laughs> see what happens. So, um, so so swift finds a cave and then they decide to go back for the party and when they leave something attacks barry and at first i i i i had been prepping for this and i was expecting it to be like an actual fight at first like i like i i know i played it to be like really scary Ooh, uh, something in the dark and stuff <laughs> but i was expecting it to be an actual fight what i was not expecting what there was Knowles in the cave by the way I was not expecting the null to roll a natural twenty on in the one shot on the first hit on the very first. So 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 I described it as this null leaps out with the spear because it gets a surprise attack because I'm a dick. <laughs> and, it, and so and so it gets a surprise attack and it rolls a natural twenty and just boom takes out the paladin. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, that happened. <laughs> like, I, I, I expected a bit more of a fight, but nope. Um, all right, so now this is the rescue mission. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was expecting it like, like Swift was going to get the rest of the people, and then everyone shows up, and you see Beery fending herself off from the gnolls, and you like jump into her aid. I was not expecting it to be. No, she's kidnapped now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, and, which it worked out beautifully. Like I could, I could not have asked for a better story beat if if I tried because you guys came up to the to the cave, and 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 like I described like oh you were expecting like a fire or something like that and all you see is like a pool of blood, <laughs> like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, like the whole session was just you guys rescuing Barry, and and. And the combat worked out beautifully. Like, like uh, mittens on. Sorry. Our rogue's name is Mittens on Hands. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a tabaxi. Mittens on Hands had the highest kill count. He still has the highest kill. Yeah. Count. He killed he killed two out of the out of the two of the gnolls. Yeah. But like but like Swift was holding their own and stuff. But then you and and Gar helped Gar helped with the fairy fire. Yeah. And 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 oppose advantage, which I found out fairy fire and a rogue is a dangerous. Yeah. So I'm gonna start taking notes on that. Um, <laughs> no more fairy fire. Yeah, I have anti fairy fire sprays. <laughs> is this baby oil actually? The fairy fire. Yeah. <laughs> Grease me up. <laughs> Anyways, so 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 then so then we have a disco troll and a disco knoll and and they're fighting and then Octavio decides to well you use witch bolt at first which yeah. is not really that great but then you're like yeah screw it I'm gonna use chaos bolt and you rolled a crit 
and then you rolled the 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 double eights on chaos bolt which allows you to not only attack one but it leaps to another one so you roll a crit on this one immediately kill off the first 30 knoll. damage at level one. <laughs> it was a fully healthy knoll and it was attacking swift and and like swift was defending themselves and all of a sudden they just see this knoll just, <laughs> just turn into a pyre <laughs> <laughs> and then crumbles and then and then and then it turns into a lightning bolt and hits the other knoll and it's just oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Like there's just like a moment of silence for because because up to this point everyone's like oh uh, we're gonna eat we're gonna eat Octavio first <laughs> because there's like this just, there's like just been like this weird thing about cannibalism like guys we haven't even left the town you got you guys have plenty of food we do not need to eat people yet. Creepy <laughs> <laughs> says but, there was a healthy null. <laughs> and and so and so there's been like this weird like ongoing juggle. Oh, we're gonna eat Octavio first, and then Beery gets one shot. Like, okay, I guess we're gonna eat Beery. I'm like, what is <laughs> what is with you guys eating your party members? You have rations. It's, <laughs> it's Beery and Swift, bro. I'm like, and even, what's and happening? And, and even Heather was like, if you find my body, eat it. I'm like, why? <laughs> what is with you guys and eating each other? I don't understand. It doesn't even go that bad. <laughs> you guys just left town. You are like the safest you are ever going to be in terms of food. Koopy Doopy says, waste not, want not. <laughs> That's not how it works. Even still, it's ice window. It's negative 40 degrees. Just throw it out in the snow. It'll be... It'll be fine. <laughs> he says, consume. I mean, while it's here, folks, like, this is a, I mean, do you, what do you want? Do you guys want hard tack and cheese or do you want berry steak? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> These onions ain't going to caramelize themselves. <laughs> Anyways, so so then there's been this running gag of like, oh, we're going to eat Octavio first. Because Octavio like, Octavio's is a noble and he's never been adventuring ever. He was he was sent to Icewind Dale to learn a lesson. Yeah, so every, this is the first time he even steps out of town since he got there. All, all of the other characters are native to yeah. Ten Towns and Icewind Dale, so they so they're they're like they're not. I wouldn't say used to what's going on, but they're more adapted, they're more yeah. weathered adapted, and yeah. adapt ad, adapted than they than Octavio's. Octavio's fresh off the bus from yeah. Waterdeep, <laughs> and and so and so like Octavio is kind of like. I don't know. Would, would you describe him as starry-eyed? He's he, I, I, definitely naive. Naive, for um, sure. 100%. Yeah. And, and it's like it, it's great because you've, you've been role-playing it. Like the the adventure kicks off with a murder mystery, and you're like, okay, well, who are we gonna hire to? to, <laughs> to... <laughs> and then and then and then when you guys get to the cave, you're like, all right, time time for us to get some sleep. You're like, where are we gonna sleep at? <laughs> and Mitten's like, right here. There's plenty of floor right here. <laughs> <laughs> and your your character's just horrified yeah. at the conditions uh, rightfully so i mean think about it a normal person would be horrified that, that the of the conditions that an adventurer lives in yeah. <laughs> you know like they don't they don't you're like you, you were talking about how like the no blood stained your fine silks i'm like well we're probably all going to be stained after this <laughs> and, and and so it just it really just kind of brings a light like how shitty the life of an adventurer is <laughs> Because we never think about that stuff, man. And, so, like, every and, time and, I get an opportunity of something, like, normal that, you know, oh, let's take a rest in this cave, you know, usually we're like, okay, cool, let's take a rest and then move yeah, on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My guy is just like, what? Where's the bed? 
I mean, I mean, besides the fact that he has magical powers, he is kind of like an everyday person. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's really just pluck him out from our reality and then just throw him in the ice window. You're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Find so, a bunch of gear he doesn't need. So he manages. <laughs> yeah, he manages to freaking crit on a spell, and like all this stuff happens. And I just imagine it just re- goes really quiet, record scratch, and the camera just pans towards Octavio, <laughs> and he's and just, just like. like no, he's just like, did I? What? Did I do that? Well, and, then, but... and, then, and then, and there's just a moment of silence, and Swift's just like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's been my session highlights through the whole so far is the fact that it's been just role playing Octavio through the whole thing. Because yeah, the the first three sessions were well. The 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 third session was a bit of exploring, but up up until that point, it's all just been pure role playing. Yeah, but like the fact that I made it very clear, I'm like, this guy is a noble from Waterdeep. He's never even had to warn for anything. He was a uh, emperor's new groove type of like you know nobility, and his grandparents were just like, screw you, we're gonna send you to Icewind Dale to learn a lesson, hard lesson. So the whole time there, he's been attaching to these group of adventurers because. He knows deep inside that that's the only way he's going to survive. He just didn't know it was going to lead to all of this. And when I mean that he doesn't know his his magic, he never had to use it. So he doesn't know his magic. So when he does Chaos Bolt and does the freaking boom, he doesn't know that he was able to do that. So going from like, hey, who are we going to hire to solve this uh, to solve this, this, this crime to freaking one-shotting a null and surprising Swift... That's been a whole thing for him already. Like I'm already yeah. satisfied. I'm like, holy shit! Like, and like every time, every time I get a chance, I just like make sure that people know uh, that the group knows that I am, I do not want to be here. Oh yeah, your 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 character, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 honestly, he could bitch a stall truck up a hill. All he does is whine. And the whole reason, the whole reason why. I mean, I it, I I'm not saying. Yeah, the cultural whiplash, reason. but like, but like the whole reason why why the group even stops and looks for a cave is because okay, Octavio is tired, and I'm tired of hearing him complain. Yeah, well, okay, so so the whole, <laughs> yes, okay, that was a thing too. Like you don't think about that, and it didn't have to say that I was tired and borderline and that, exhausted. And that, but that but that that was a way for me to justify. Okay, you guys have traveled for eight hours. Yeah. you need to rest. Yeah, like, and while every, everybody's used to like when we left town. Andrew asked if people put their shoes on, their snowshoes on. And everybody was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, we have my shoes on. And I'm like, what shoes? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like up to your knees in the snow. And, yeah. and Swift's like, God damn it. <laughs> Picks me up and puts the shoes on and puts me back down. Swift is the one leading the party because he's the ranger. And he yeah. obviously picked, he picked Tundra as his favorite terrain. So it's like he, uh, Robert, he describes Swift as they are uncomfortable in cities yeah <laughs> so, so it's like so it's like by the end of the second session they're like itching to leave like yeah. go now <laughs> and octavia is the total opposite and like it's, yeah. the, it's the little things like when we were leaving town and there was like a door but i don't like doors so somebody had to like open the door for me. <laughs> oh yeah and then, and then you got your pack stuck on the door <laughs> And everyone just kept walking. Everyone yeah. just kept leaving. They're like, yeah, no. Okay. It's because he doesn't know how to pack for an adventure. So it was all, like, lopsided and, like, unbalanced. Mm-hmm. And, like, Beery had to, like, adjust it so I could walk up to, like, little things like that have been, like, my favorite part of every single 
session so far, including the part when like we had the encounter with the giant. You know, Octavia. The most Octavia have seen is probably an owl bear, and that was because his uncle owns one. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like a stuffed owl bear. <laughs> yeah, and like he sees a giant and a mammoth, like go, like he. You again, you were like, Oh, what are you guys gonna I, do? And everybody I, was I, like, oh, I'm gonna hide, I'm gonna do this, which is the first thing as a player for, that you want to I, say. I forgot, I forgot to mention, by the way, just to emphasize the size of the giant, the lance it's carrying was a repurposed ship mast. Dang, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so. like, everybody was like, Oh, I'm gonna hide, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. And I'm like, Octavia wouldn't do that, Octavia will just freeze in place at seeing this massive giant, you know what I mean? And like, if it wasn't because like. Beery or Swift, one of them pulled me down to the snow. He probably would have seen me because I didn't. I was in like I'm gonna hide. Yeah, it, it'd just be like uh, your your fight or flight sense just completely lock up right yeah. then and there. Yeah, Koopy Doopy says like a deer in headlights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like from that point on, like Octavia realized that this is real and he's in deep shit. And I describe him as he was like before that he was just being complaining and like doing saying stupid shit. Like, one of the investigation bits that we had was he found... Nobody else found it, but Octavio found a little carving of a of a snowflake, you know? Mm-hmm. And Andrew was like, do you tell that to the next of the group? And I'm like, no, I just think it's neat and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Just, okay, that's cool. Yeah, because like, he, he doesn't care about that and stuff. It's, and it's funny because when he said the rest group, it's like... Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's, he doesn't care. He doesn't know this kind of stuff. So he's been, like, talkative and annoying the whole time pretty much and then at that point he just went quiet you you up, up until that point you've very much been like the teenager of the group that's yeah. just like do we have to do yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my feet hurt we're literally 20 minutes out of town my feet hurt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there wi-fi where are we going but like you know like it's 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 been, it's all those little bits man it's just built i love it i love it so much and, and like, honestly to, to, oh, sorry. Go. No, I was going to say, like, one of my favorite was, like, right at the very beginning when, like, everybody's on the table and the, the quest giver is at the head of the table telling us about this thing. And, like, Octavius at the other end of the table and he's just like, oh, so who are we going to hire to solve the problem? And everybody just freezes and turns their head slowly towards me. Like, <laughs> like what? And then Barry and Swift's like, God damn it. God, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but I think what's what I really appreciate, and, and, and we, and, uh, we're we're probably gonna wrap up the discussion after yeah. this because <laughs> we're pressed for time. But um, I I told everybody this is gonna be a much slower paced campaign, and yeah. so and so because of that everyone has really shown a lot more characterization than yeah. what I've seen before previously. So we're we're seeing like a lot of like a lot of things about certain characters that like like uh like mittens for whatever reason he doesn't like fish yeah but he had but he but he has underground connections and stuff like that. So so we so we've been using that. I think that's the first time we've ever used like the like the criminal connections. Mm-hmm. That was uh, cool thing. too. And 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 like Barry, she likes to fucking hit on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the whole thing was like she gets the, she gets the letter and like Octavio likes the the, the gossip, so he's just like ooh, drinking tea. Ooh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but then, but yeah, but then we have like the letter and stuff yeah. and and. Gar has been kind of quiet, but that's fine. <laughs> he worries me. <laughs> I think I I I. I, I... <laughs> that one scares me. But I mean, but but and like and like Swift like Swift were Swift was saying how like they're they're like not comfortable in cities and stuff and how they're taking this kind of personal because it's ten towns and 
whatnot and this just a lot more characterization yeah. and i i'm i'm really really digging it i yeah. thought i thought it was going to be i didn't want to say i didn't i didn't think it was going to be boring but i thought it was going to be kind of a bit of trouble at first like yeah. I, I like 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 i thought we were going to have like a lot of um because like we're awkwardness. used awkwardness right because we, we're know. used to our, our group is very used to like action 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 yeah you know? so so, so but I, I i think the change of pace has been really i welcome. i i don't want to say like welcome like because like oh no what we've been doing is crap but i think i think i think the change of pace has really kind of illuminated a lot of other stuff yeah no no i, I say welcome 100 percent because we've been playing a lot of like really big just action 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 with like 20 percent role playing and mechanics mm -hmm. certain mechanics we're just kind of like ah, i don't worry about that and when when you you made it very clear in session zero that this was going to be low slow pace, slow pace, and we're going to keep track of certain things, blah blah. blah. That ex made everybody very excited. Yeah, and that was a good it's, a good feel. And I and, and I like the fact that like there was like this feeling of exhaustion, just from traveling. Yeah, like you guys didn't even fight anything yet yeah and then you guys had to roll for exhaustion to get back to the cave because it was like another hour away and then so some of you guys were exhausted while fighting the gnolls yeah. so yeah. i mean it just I, I i just think so far it's been really cool a really a very cool granular experience and yes. I've, I've been i've never been so jazzed up after every session mm -hmm. like this you yeah. know usually it so. takes it takes it takes a while for each adventure that we've played and it's usually towards like the middle end of it that things start getting like this like exciting and not saying that the rest of it is not exciting either but like as a dm you get like, the gratification of like all the the payback from the role playing the the lore dump and all this stuff but for this one from get-go it's just been like like mm -hmm. yes we don't know what's happening but like everything we've been building together has played out so well and it's great it's fantastic and everybody's been playing into their characters and we've been getting little paybacks yeah or little payoffs for their characters and payoffs. stuff like that so it's just it's just i, I love it that yeah. so far I've, I've i've i don't i've been riding this high yeah. ever since i've been the uh, ever since we started this adventure yeah and i and i i told jose i might just keep this pace for my adventures <clears throat> permanently i yeah. like this I really yeah, dig this. It's great. And so. uh, if you guys have missed out, uh, make sure to our YouTube channel have an archive of all the episodes. We have to apologize for, I think it was session two. Uh, was that the one that dropped out? Yeah, well, it dropped out, but Twitch did something weird with the encoding, so I couldn't download mm. it correctly. It was corrupted. So only like the first half or the latter half is in there. Uh, so I apologize for that. Um, but session three and four are up now. Make sure to to watch it if you want to. Make sure to join us live on Wednesday. It's we have a lot of a lot of fun. You know, we're always like uh, talking to chat and like just you know we get a little bit of contribution here and there. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, session highlights, man. It's been great. I love it. Um, I want to clap after every session, but now I'm just like I need to stop clapping. I'm I'm one of those people that clap when the when the airplane lands. <laughs> <laughs> you clap after the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shit. I, yeah. I, I i can definitely say i'm i'm very excited for the q a after this yes campaign. man we're, we're way <laughs> off from that but yes i know but i'm already like i can't wait to tell you guys everything i do <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but yes uh, let's move on real quick to news and then we're going to wrap up the the episode um right. we're getting to that point um really the main news is that g4 i think it is is doing yeah g4 tv is doing dnd live this weekend coming up G4 uh, is still up. Yeah, surprised me. <laughs> That's they, the real news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they have a thing with D and D now, so they're doing that. You know what they did back in the day for Avernus, uh, with the whole like the cast and announcing the books and all that stuff is going to be revealed that that uh, that weekend um, for 
Light of the, the Witch Light book, the new uh, Strix Heaven Haven uh, book, uh, and I know there's another book that's going to be announced that day too as a surprise. Um, but the big thing is that they they announced the cast that is going to be presenting D and D live. Ooh, Jack Black is on there. What? Yeah, Reggie Watts. Okay. Kevin Smith. Okay. Bro, Kevin Smith? Are you kidding me? Oh, sorry. I thought you said. Never mind. Huh. I, I, like, I, like I, I thought you said Kevin Hart for some reason. No, I was what? Like, Wait, no, no, what? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like Jack Black, Kevin Smith, Tiffany Haddish, Jason uh, Mewes, Lauren Lupkins, which I didn't know that was her name. Huh. Anyways, and it's gonna be hosted by Kate Welch, and presumably oh, okay. they're gonna do the like a playthrough of it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but <laughs> Dragon Heist Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, <laughs> but it's gonna be it's gonna be benefiting Extra Life, and it's gonna be streamed on Peacock and GD uh, G Four D and D on Twitch and YouTube channels. Uh, yeah, seven. There's the 16th and the 17th, so this upcoming weekend. Um, make sure to stay tuned because they're gonna talk about um, all new things book, D and D books news, and and they're gonna finally go into detail about with the books and what it's gonna entail for each one of those. Finally, so that's pretty exciting. I know we'd be starving for content really in D and D. So little content. I look at the bookshelf of books <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah, Kubi Jack Black is gonna be on it too. Um, Yes, I think that's all the news I have. And do you have anything interesting? No. Oh, don't buy the... don't buy the Dark Alliance uh, game. That was trash. Yeah, no, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, at least at least like wait for it until like, deep deep discount. Um, but yes, I think uh, that's all the time we got. Yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for joining us, Cooper Doopy. Uh, very glad to have you in the chat. Thank you so much for sticking along. Um, Andrew, we're about to say bye. Okay, well Andrew's leaving already because he hates all of us. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. We are going to be back. Uh, we do the podcast every other week. Uh, we skipped. Yeah, we skipped one week, uh, but we're back this week. Um, and please make sure to join us on Wednesdays. Uh, it was going to be a lot of fun. Andrew's DMing this one. We usually alternate between adventures. We just finished uh, Avernus. We have uh, all the episodes on YouTube. Um, we are live here on Twitch. We're also on Facebook, too. Um, maybe we'll go on YouTube eventually one day, but I don't think my computer can handle that. Um, but yes, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Andrew's back, and he'll say his goodbyes. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Hopefully everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling them to join us on Wednesdays, and, uh, you know, Koopy uh, Goopy says thank you, guys. Uh, so yes, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, um, but yes, Andrew, anything else? No, nope, I'm good. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Uh, join us next week. Uh, and the week after that, we will be live. We will. The episode will be up on anywhere you listen to your uh, podcast on. Uh, we have the audio version of it too as well. Um, but yes, thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful rest of the week. And as always, keep on gaming. And have fun. Can't wait to see you all again. Bye.